Help me out here. <sighs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Help Me Out Here podcast. It has been a minute, and it's good. Uh, it's good to be here with you guys. Um, thanks for tuning in, wherever you're at. I don't know where you're at. You might be on an aeroplane. You might be on a scooter wearing your AirPod Pros, just cruising down the sidewalk, trying not to hit anybody. There might be a cute puppy next to you. Do your best not to hit him, okay? Please, protect our puppies. And hopefully my voice is just reverberating through your soul, just vibrating your cells in a way that makes you feel joy and smile, smiles. And I love you. And... And that's the end of the episode. Thanks for watching. JK, baby, here we are for a bit. You got me for a minute, okay? Not just a minute, actually. Quite a while. Um, as you could see from the title, this is the last episode, I think. <laughs> I've been debating this for a long time. Um, and also, I'm wearing the world's worst headphones of all time. They're terrible. Um, I bought an audio recorder for my sketches, like a little lav pack that just sits in my back pocket and it came with these microphone or these headphones and <laughs> they're they're freaking horrible. <laughs> they're so bad, but none of my other headphones plug into my interface down here. Whatever. Blah 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 skibbity gibbity gibbity goo. Anyway, this is the last episode, I believe. Um yeah, I've been debating it for a while. Um I took a month off from doing the podcast. So after the last episode, um, we it was right before my band Earth Groans went on our most recent tour, and basically I just got overloaded on that tour, just um, trying to manage or like being in a band and making YouTube videos as much as I could, and doing the podcast. The podcast I just I had to choose one thing to not do and. And that was the podcast. And I've just been taking time to think about what I'm doing like with my podcast. And I feel like I talk about this every single episode. I don't know. But it's just a, it's a struggle to, um, to maintain. Um, because it's like a lot of work for... I don't, I don't want to say not a lot of reward. Because like you guys seem to like it. It, it, doesn't, it hasn't grown really. Um, there's been a few episodes that have, have gotten some good traction, but that's mostly, I mean, that's because of the guests that I had on. Um, and to be honest, I don't really have the resources to just get guests on, um, that would get a lot of views, but also I don't really want to spend my time doing that because I want to put my time into my, my main YouTube channel, um, making sketches, commentary videos, and, and some vlogs. And I feel like I'm finding my stride with doing that and having a blast with it. Um, so, yeah, the podcast is just a lot of work, and I'm not sure if I really... Well, okay, here's the deal. I like podcasting. I really do. I think it's cool, and it's enjoyable overall. Um, I don't necessarily like doing it alone, um, like doing all the work. Like Having guests on is really fun. Um, but preparing for that and making sure everything looks and sounds good, uh, it just, I don't know, it's just, it's tough. Um, it'd be cool to have a co-host and 
also I've thought about it'd be fun to maybe maybe someday like when I if I get more of an audience on my main channel um, maybe start up a new podcast um, with somebody else like have a co-host and maybe not have to have guests or have a theme I would actually love to have a podcast about like superhero movies or video games or, or something along those lines like maybe um, pop culture media even would be fun. I'm not sure. This whole thing was just an experiment anyway. I started this podcast last year on my birthday and said I would do it for a year. And um, I'm falling a little bit short, but I am, I'm proud of it for sure. And it was really fun. And um, yeah, I, don't have, I didn't come into this with a lot of preparation because I wanted to just like honestly talk about it um yeet brothers and sisters yeet yeah uh i so i had one idea i was thinking maybe bringing the podcast to patreon and i have an idea and i'll just tell you the idea and you guys can leave me a message on anchor or comment on this or something um please give me feedback cuz it's nice nice to know what you guys think I was thinking of moving the podcast to my Patreon and basically every episode, I'd probably do one episode a month, maybe two, um, if it were feasible with my schedule. And I would love to have it where the I have a guest every time and the guest is a patron. I think that would be so awesome. I would seriously love love to do that. Um, but it just it just kind of relies on how many people would be willing to do that because it's not the struggle is it's not going to be I guess I could like keep the episodes on iTunes and everything but the guests are just patrons that'd be kind of cool it'd be kind of fun actually I think that might be kind of a good idea um, but basically since my channel has changed quite a bit um, this past year just doing like more comedic stuff. Um, I'm gonna re reboot the pot, um, the Patreon a little bit. So um, a lot of it will stay the same, but I'm gonna add. I'm gonna change up one or two of the tiers, and we'll see how that goes. I, I'm thinking about doing one tier where I have this Instagram close friends group. Have you guys seen that on Instagram where you can send videos to just a close group of friends that you select? I was thinking about having my patrons of a certain tier be my close friends group and calling it something silly. And and that way I can daily give you guys like updates or just weird stuff that I see. I can send it to you guys. And I think that'd be kind of a un unique way for us to connect because I've noticed Instagram is, is a pretty awesome place to connect with people. After you make a YouTube video or a podcast, people can directly respond and I've met people in real life from YouTube and Instagram, some of you guys, and that's been so cool. And that's one thing I'm I'm so thankful for is this past year of doing this podcast and then going on tour with my band Earthgrowns. A lot of people, not a lot, but people have come up to me and, and said that they listened to a particular episode and it was really encouraging or I said this one wonky thing on an episode and it, and it made them laugh. 
and <laughs> dude, I don't even remember. I don't even remember eighty percent of the stuff I've said on this podcast. Honestly, it's so funny. People come up and be like, "Dude, when you guys were talking about this, ha 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 ha," and I'm like, "Yeah, dude, that was awesome." And in my head, I'm like, "I don't remember that." <laughs> I'm usually honest with people, and just like honestly, I don't remember anything I said on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, but it's fun. It's fun to just spew my thoughts and I'm going to miss that if this, I'm going to miss that. Um, and the, uh, this is hard. If you can't tell, this is really difficult for me to talk about, um, because I'm obsessed with progress. I've noticed that about myself recently. I have an obsession with progress and I get too wrapped up in numbers and analytics and, and even this morning, as I was writing a couple notes down for this episode, I looked at the analytics for this podcast and just seeing how many plays the podcast has gotten motivated me. I was like, oh, maybe I should just keep going. But I, I have to just think about it and make sure what I'm doing is best for my health and my growth. Because at the end of the day, my YouTube channel is my number one thing. And I'm just going to be honest with you guys. So um, this podcast has gotten a total of 4,573 plays. And it says my estimated audience size is 82. And like for a bit, I was a little bit discouraged by that. But I saw this video of, and this creator is a wife, uh, husband and wife creator couple. And they said, imagine every podcast or video you upload on YouTube the, the amount of views you get, imagine every single one of those people were in the same room with you watching the video or the podcast. And that's that's freaking kind of insane to think about. If a video or a podcast gets 100 views, which is what a lot of my stuff gets, like right around 100, it does. it's not a lot in terms of normal YouTube trending stuff. But if we were all in the same room watching it together, we would be having a great time and and we would, it would be crammed. We couldn't fit in my apartment. That'd be so crazy. So that's just, that's a way I've tried to think about things optimistically and not get too obsessed with the analytics. Um, and I just want to say thank you to every single one of you who has listened to an episode or watched on YouTube. And those numbers I gave you, that 4,500 plays, that's just audio. That's not including YouTube plays, which isn't much. Like the YouTube is a lot less, but I enjoyed I enjoy filming and and uploading it to YouTube just because I, I love it. So thanks to all of you. Um, I hope this isn't the end of my podcast journey. This is my second go at it, and this one lasted a lot longer. Um, if you remember, if you're here from the OG days, uh, my sister and I, my sister Jaden, who is now married, and I miss her, she, uh, me and her had a podcast called the Rice Fire Podcast. <laughs> I got to work on my podcast titles. <laughs> Maybe it's good that I quit. Um, <laughs> and that podcast with her lasted 10 episodes. And it was fun. I have no idea what we talked about, but I remember laughing and trying to make her laugh. And and that was documenting our journey of moving to a new city together. And And through that, she met a boy, met a man, got married, and... Uh, and I'm still here. <laughs> no, a lot, a lot of good things are happening. Um, but yeah, the podcast journey has been quite an interesting one. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yes. 
Um, I'm drinking some bitter coffee because my coffee machine, I was out of filters and I went out there to make coffee and I was so depressed when I saw there's no filters left, but I found this plastic funnel. Like it's, it's a coffee filter, but hasn't been used in a minute and there's a reason it's not great. And I popped that into the old coffee machine, put some grounds in there and, and didn't come out good. I think there's some mud mixed up in there because it's a little bit bitter. Uh, yeah, but so hopefully none of you are mad at me. Um, honestly, I, I would really like to do the Patreon podcast so that this kind of keeps going. Um, I think that'd be sick, nasty brothers and sisters. Uh, so let me know what you think on that, okay? Seriously, leave me a comment right now. Go right now. I'll give you 10 seconds. All right, everybody's comments in, and you're cut off. Okay, so I'm going to give you a couple little little life updates because that's what we do here. We talk about our feels. We talk about our lives. We see the good and the bad. We weigh it evenly, and we make good decisions. That's what we do here. I just established that now in the, in the last episode, okay? <laughs> we figured out what the podcast is about right now. Um, so... Like I said, after that previous episode, this is episode 42, right here, right now. That's pretty good. 42 is a lot. Um, episode 41 was right before my band went on our most recent tour. And that tour was a struggle for me to get through. I wanted to be home uh, with Lauren. And I was feeling pretty down about my content because I was starting to get into a groove of making good sketches and adding some commentary videos in. Um, and I was just craving to make that kind of content because it's really fun to make and I, it's getting more views than like my vlogs do and stuff like that. Because the vlogs, I mean, honestly, it makes sense though because the vlogs are just about my life and nobody knows who I am. So obviously it's not as searchable as making a sketch based on a popular topic or situation or making a commentary video about a big creator or a situation. And uh, so, yeah, I it was a struggle to get through because I was just craving to make the stuff that I love to make. And I still love to make vlogs. Like, honestly, I can turn a camera on, film anything. Like, if it's serious or emotional or stupid and hilarious, either way, I enjoy it. I'm just trying to, like, push toward that, that like, sketch and commentary direction on my channel while still doing some vlogs because I still enjoy that and I like to document my life so someday I can look back or show my kids if I have kids someday or whatever hold up my dog to the computer screen when I'm 80 and say this is my life Rufus remember me that type, that type of thing okay and um so yeah getting through that tour was a difficulty because I knew I had to keep making content because uh I'm obsessed um, but it was just difficult. But we got through, and right after that tour, my band recorded our third EP. And that was fun. It was cool. Um, I got to sing a little bit on the album. It's very like aggressive style, singing, kind of borderline yelling style stuff. And I think the riffs are awesome. It's going to be a fun record. Um, and... There's a lot to talk about with with that, but 
basically it was just it was a good time and it went very fast we recorded in like four days but yeah that that was fun um and during that time I, I made I got to make one commentary video during our studio time and it was my video about Liza Koshi and that video did really well it was cool um I had a blast making it. I was I was sad because I didn't have my good microphone. This this mic right here, this beautiful baby boy. I didn't have him, so it didn't sound very good because it was just my my little tiny shotgun mic that sits on my camera. But you know what? It was fine. And it's funny. It's funny that that video did better than a lot of my videos. And it was just I had my camera sitting on a sweatshirt on a table, like pointed at me. The audio wasn't great. And it's just, I don't know, that's just cool that you don't have to have the best gear to make good videos that people like. I love that crap so much. Um, so right after that tour, I <laughs> life got real crazy. Um, I went home for one night, slept, and then packed up all my filmmaking gear and went to Atlanta, which is a four-hour drive from Nashville. And I was in Atlanta. It was supposed to be about a week. Uh, I was working with Kevin Johnson. I've talked about him on the podcast. He's a director in Atlanta. He does all the solid state music videos and a bunch of corporate stuff too. He's really awesome. One of my closest friends. And uh, I, <laughs> I was supposed to be there for a week and ended up staying for two weeks because we would get to the last day where it's like, okay, we finished the shoot. And then he'd be like, you know what? I have this, uh, I have this other shoot. Do you want to hang out? And so it just kept happening. But it was a huge blessing because I got to make good money doing what I love, which is filmmaking. And I got to fill the role of camera operator and some DP work. And I, I love, I love, love, love working on smaller sets. I haven't worked on, I haven't, I haven't worked on, okay? I haven't worked on a lot of big sets, but doing small sets of three to four or five crew people is so fun because you get to fill multiple roles and learn a lot of different skills. So I might be operating camera, but the director might need me to grab the audio recorder and set up a boom pole. And and that's fun. It's good to have those skills and just learn the different areas of filmmaking. And I just, yeah, I had a blast doing that. It was so fun. And yeah, so my Atlanta trip was crazy. I tried to make videos while I was there. And uh that's that's the struggle in life is just trying to make content wherever you're at. When you're when you're home, it's easier because I have my desk, my microphone, my recorder, my camera. Everything's just set up. I can just sit down and record something. But when you're gone traveling, you got to find a place to record, a time. You got to work around your work schedule. Um, and I'm not complaining. Okay, this, this is not complaining. I'm just explaining. All right, so don't judge me. I had a blast. I loved Atlanta. And yeah, so basically I took as much work as I could. I actually second shot a wedding. I filmed my friend's proposal. Dude, that my computer's screeching right now. It's my hard drive. Sounds like it's about to blow up. But um so I had a couple off days in the middle of that two week stint in Atlanta, and my friend Evan, who you have seen on my YouTube channel. <laughs> There's a video on my channel called Just Hanging Out With My Best Friends, um, something like that, from a month or two ago. And he's in that video. He's the hairy guy. He's beautiful and voluptuous, and I love him. He 
decided to propose to his girlfriend and he wanted me to film it and he wanted my girlfriend Lauren to take photos of it. And dude, it was so freaking awesome. I think I'm going to put it on my YouTube channel. It's it's kind of vloggy, so I think it fits somewhat, but either way I just I want it on my channel to to have the memory. But dude, it was it was so cool. So me and him while I was in Atlanta, he called me and he was like, "This is what I want you to do. I want you to film me proposing." Um so basically we were on speakerphone. We talked for an hour on speakerphone and we both had Google Maps open and we were looking at this park trying to find the perfect place for him to propose. But we had never been there before. So we're just guessing. We're like, well, hopefully there's not too many people here. Let's try this area. So we picked this small bridge in this park in Greenville, South Carolina. Lauren and I show up early. We go look. And there's so many people on this bridge all day. It's crazy busy. So we had to pick this different spot somewhat close where there wasn't a ton of foot traffic. And I had to take videos of myself walking on the bridge and then showing Evan how to get to the, the other place. Sent him the videos and just hoped that he would see it. It was terrifying. I'm like, Evan, here's the instructions. I hope you show up because this is where we're filming. And it somehow it all worked out. We had to direct. So her family and friends were all there. They wanted to watch. So we had to figure out a place for them all to hide. And then as Evan and his girlfriend Morgan are walking down that bridge, I had to text one of Morgan's friends. Then all the family and friends ran down. And then, dude, somehow it all worked out. It was so freaking epic. So we're filming. And as soon as she knows that he's about to propose, me and Lauren run up to them. And we're getting close footage. And she's crying. And he pulls out the ring. He puts the ring on her finger and the whole family cheers from like a hundred yards. No, like probably like 30 yards away on this little overlook. Dude, it was so sick. I was so proud of my friend Evan. And I was a little jealous that he got to propose before me. But you know what? It's fine. I kind of hope somebody can film my proposal if I ever do one. <laughs> so we'll see. But it was a great time. It turned out awesome. And by now... It's on my channel, so go watch it. And um, <laughs> so we had me, Lauren and I had to stay in an Airbnb before this grand proposal. And <laughs> we show up to this Airbnb, and Lauren was like, okay, Lauren actually, so I added Lauren to the Airbnb trip because you can do that because technology. And she looked at it after I had already booked it and texted me and just said, you're never booking an Airbnb for us again. I ended up booking this place. It was a, just a private room in this couple's house in South Carolina. And I, so I knew it was a private room because I wanted to get something cheap because we were showing up at 10 p.m., sleeping, waking up at 7 or 8 and leaving. So it's like we don't need anything extravagant. I don't want to spend a bunch of money on this <laughs> i get to the place first lauren's not there we're driving separately because she's coming from nashville i'm coming from atlanta we get to this i get to this place by myself and the guy comes out to greet me he's this middle-aged gray-haired nice guy really nice guy and um his wife's there and she's just got bangs that are ferocious they're just they're just eating up those eyebrows and this guy <laughs> takes me upstairs to the room and dude, I had to try so hard not to laugh the whole time. <laughs> I wish I could show you guys pictures, but 
illegal. Um, he's showing me the room. So actually, before you even walk into the room, there's two giant bookshelves on the outside of the room, like on the wall. <laughs> and there's just like every Christian book you've ever seen. I think the first Bible was there. They had the Torah and the Bible. It was crazy. And they had this photo, this large painting, like probably like two by four painting of this this guy from like 2004. So he's got like a red t-shirt on, some baggy blue jeans. He's steering the, the what is it called? Is it the rudder? No. What's the big wheel of a pirate ship? The steering wheel. You know what I'm talking about. It's got the, all the handles on it. It looks like, like a starfish with too many arms. And he's, there's a guy from 2004 steering that and standing directly behind him and looming over him is Jesus Christ. But like the old Jesus Christ from like, like 1994, you know what I mean? Like all those paintings, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So these different art styles are clashing. This dude from 04 is on a pirate ship and Jesus has like one arm over his shoulder. His head is like kind of above his head, but like off centered a little bit. So they're like right next to him. Like if the microphone was the dude's face, Jesus is right, right here. And Jesus has one arm on his shoulder and then he's just pointing off into the sea, <laughs> guiding this guy through this storm. It was hilarious. It was beautiful. Um, so cringy and hilarious. So I haven't even entered the room yet. So we, this guy guides me into the room. His gray hair is shining under the incandescent bulbs. We walk in. He flicks that light on. And there's a, there's a little bed there. It's not huge, but it's not small. It's a mid-bed. And he turns the lamps on, and they got different colored light bulbs, and I'm pissed. I don't need... I can't have different colored light bulbs in my house, okay? Like, you can have a stylized bulb. Behind me, I got a purple bulb. You can see there's some purple here from my lamp. It's stylized, but your main color, you got to pick one. This is 5600 Kelvin, okay? It's daylight colored light. He had some daylight. He had some fire light. He had some cinder cinders burning. He had all these different colors of lamps, and I'm just disgusted. But I pushed through. And then the big shebang happens. <sighs> There's a bookshelf. So the the big the bed is in the middle of the room pressed up against the back wall. So you walk in and you see the like the headboard of the bed on that back wall in the center of that wall. So if you're laying on the bed looking forward, there's another flat wall and there's a big dresser there. And on top of this big dresser is the world's smallest flat screen plasma television. The smallest. Like think of the smallest and then you're still wrong. Think smaller. Okay? It's crazy. <laughs> okay. It literally I have never been in a situation that was so much like a TV show. It was dude I was so close to crying. I'm crying right now a little bit. It's so funny to me. I don't, if you watch The Office, there's an episode where <laughs> Michael and, and Jan invite Jim and Pam over to their house for a dinner party. And when Jim and Pam come in, they come into the living room and Michael's giving them like the little house tour and everything. And they get to the living room and Michael. And Michael shows them his flat screen TV. 
and it's pressed against the wall. It's on a, a ha- like a hook thing. And then <laughs> he pulls it out to show them that it extends and rotates. But it's like <laughs> so tiny. <laughs> this TV was basically the same size, maybe even smaller than that one. I'm actually crying right now. So this guy is giving me a tour of the room and he walks over to the TV. <laughs> and the whole time in my head, I'm just thinking, my laptop screen is significantly larger than this television. He walks over to the TV and he's like, if you guys want to watch a movie, there's a power button on the right side, but you got to hold it down for like five to 12 seconds. <laughs> so so he actually holds it down. He's like, oh, it's not working right now. He's like struggling to push in the power button and get the TV on as if I would even consider using it. But I said nothing. I just I just nodded. said, yeah, okay, yeah, for sure. Because I, I wanted to see this dude explain this. I didn't want to hold, hold him back from any of his knowledge. He finally gets the TV on. And I, I don't even remember what was playing because honestly, my eyes are just rolling into the back of my skull because I'm... I can't laugh, so my eyes are just running away from my mouth. And yeah, he gets it on, and I'm I'm crying inside, and and then he just he turns it off and <laughs> said, "Let me know if you need anything." Oh, it turned out it. Oh gosh, dude, it turned out to be great because uh, Lauren showed up late, and they were cool with that. They were so sweet. The couple was so sweet, and in the morning. They made us breakfast. They made us some cinnamon rolls, and some, they got us some fruit and coffee. And we had this beautiful breakfast on on their porch, on this little table. And then they told us about this trail behind their house. So we walked down this trail, saw some puppers, took some photos, had a good time. And it turned out to be a beautiful day. And that was the day that we filmed the proposal. And Evan, I know you listen to the podcast. Dude, thanks for letting me film your proposal, brother. Love you. Oh, God. Dude, that was... That was a journey. Holy crap. I don't I think I needed to get that out. That was therapy. Oh man, that was so freaking funny. <laughs> I can't get over the TV. I'll remember that forever. Um yeah, so now the the current thing is today I am dude, this is the earliest I've ever filmed a podcast. It's 10 a.m. here right now. I woke up, I've been waking up at seven. Because when I was in Atlanta, I had to get up at 5.30, 6 for a while to get to shoots and stuff. So I'm on a good sketch right now, filming a podcast early a.m. So if my voice sounds surly and deep and sexy, it's because it's the morning and I'm still a little bit groggy. And yeah, that's about it. This is my podcast voice. Yes. And um, so the next journey is today, so I'm filming a podcast today, I'm filming a video today about John Crist, the comedian, and basically the news just came out that he has a bunch of sexual allegations against him, which re- it's really a shitty story, um, it's really sad, but um, yeah, so basically I'm making a video about that, uh, and you'll find out why in the video, go check it out, um, and then I'm going to hop on a plane with my lady and we're going to fly to LA for freaking vacation, okay? We're going to vacay in LA. And she doesn't know this yet, but I rented us a Dodge Challenger <laughs> to drive around for five days. 
Well, it's either it's a it's either a Mustang GT, a Camaro SS, or a Challenger. I really hope it's a Challenger, but yeah, it was like the same price as renting a compact car. So, Challenger. <laughs> um, and I don't have bags or anything. I'm not rich, but I wanted that's I wanted to treat Lauren to a good trip because she's been going through a lot of things that I will not disclose because it's personal, but. I want to give her an awesome, awesome trip. I'm going to take her to Disneyland. Um, I might get to see my friend Dan Gailey, who plays guitar for Fit for King and Phineas. It's going to be a fun, just like casual trip. Do one day of Disney, go to the beach, hang out, drive a sports car around or something. Probably run into a bunch of big YouTubers, probably collab, probably do a collab with Casey Neistat, probably be on the H3H3 podcast. You know, just like simple things, really. And that's what life's all about is the simplicity. I don't know if I have anything else to talk about. I think that's basically it. So uh, actually, we do have a message that I didn't play on the podcast because I haven't been making the podcast. Okay, so this message is from Jonathan Stout. Jonathan was actually a guest on me and my sister's podcast, the very last episode, when the audio was horrible and crappy and terrible, and I'm so sorry. Um, And his message is titled, Leave the Light On, and I'm excited to hear from Jonathan. Jonathan's a a good buddy of mine, and we don't hang out that much. He's really busy, and I'm busy, uh, but we both live in the Nashville area. Uh, So let's see what the old Johnny boy has to say. Hey Zach, uh, just curious how if if you like doing solo podcasts, uh, if you kind of like self reflect audibly, like obviously I'm listening to the episodes, but it's just like, uh, do you have a lot of inward thoughts that kind of come out, and do you like that, or do you wish that you could like remain funny, and you know, what do you want your solo podcast to kind of look like? Also, loving loving the podcast just listen to the bandmates podcast about you guys being poor freaking hilarious um and congrats on 10k but thank you so much damn it jonathan you're motivating me okay looks like this is the start of the next season of the podcast yeah maybe i'll just take a break and start it again who knows um yeah sorry to disappoint you jonathan damn it um dude i like doing solo podcasts uh i came into this podcast right now with four little baby notes and honestly I I thought it was going to be kind of a depressing episode but this has been one of my favorite episodes to make and maybe that's because I don't feel pressure to make it I don't know um I enjoy it because I feel like I can have a balance of being my goofy self and just saying whatever I want to say and maybe some people think it's funny maybe not I don't know um and then also, I can talk about my feelings and issues and and be vulnerable. I think that's what people have liked about the podcast. Just from people I've met that have said they listen, it seems like that's what they like is the vulnerability and the and the humor. Um, and that's the balance I, I want to have in my life is I want to be able to be goofy, but I don't want to be one of those guys that hides hurt behind humor. And I've done that for sure. And I still do sometimes. It's a struggle. Like if something shitty happens, it's sometimes it's easier to joke about it and hope that you get attention based off the joke. Um, and then you feel some sort of 
affirmation because somebody laughed at you, even though it's self-deprecating. I just think there's a difference between self-deprecation, which I think is hilarious if it's healthy, and then making a joke to hide hurt. And so the goal is to just have humor and honesty, authenticity in this podcast. Um, if I could have it my way, I would love to put all of my energy into my YouTube channel and have make daily content. That's the goal I'm trying to get to. I'm trying to figure out how to create a backlog where I can film, have a bunch of videos in the chamber. And then if I go to Atlanta for a week and make only two videos while I'm there, I still have videos going up every day and then adding to that basically. And then I would love to do two episodes a week of this podcast or a podcast, whatever. I, I mean, I think it'd be fun to do one solo and then one with a guest um, every week. That, I mean, that sounds like a ton and it is, that's a crazy amount of content, but I just don't have the resources or the time to do that because it's, it would make my relationships suffer and I wouldn't enjoy life that much. So maybe I need to look into getting an editor or a producer or something like I have all the gear. I just need somebody to, to help me. And I actually had somebody offer to help edit my YouTube videos, but I want to keep that as just me for the, for a while at least. Um, because it's, I think that's where my style comes out is in the editing of my YouTube videos. Uh, but for the podcast, it wouldn't bother me to have somebody helping. I just like contacting guests and, and sitting down and organizing a time to meet that stuff. Like that's like running a business and I have to make sure I'm providing for myself, like paying my bills is hard enough. Um, so I enjoy both a lot. I really do. I, I love the podcast world. Um, I just got to frick. I just got to figure out a way to do it, man. I got to figure out a way to, to do it right. So I don't know. Maybe you guys won't hear from me from me for a little bit as far as podcasting goes. I'm going to try to get my, I'm going to get my Patreon updated by December. Um, so that all the tiers are set up for the future and, and, and we'll just have to see what goes on this. These next two months are absolutely crazy for work and stuff. And, and I'm stoked. Like I'm really stoked. So I don't want to be unhealthy. I want to make sure I'm living, living well. And I'm sure you guys will understand. I'm sorry if any of it's disappointing. Uh, but yeah, got to look out for, for myself and my well-being and and if I can find a way to do YouTube filmmaking and the podcast, that's dude, that would be so sick. Like if you're a audio or video editor and you can work for <laughs> super cheap, let me know. I just, I don't want to pay somebody less than their worth because I've been paid less than my worth before. And it's, it's very frustrating when you don't feel appreciated for doing valuable work, even just editing audio of a podcast and making it sound good takes time and and deserves money because it's it's a skill it's a great skill and i'm not great at it honestly it'd be cool to have somebody just do it for me <laughs> um i usually yeah i just build presets and then use those until i realize it sounds bad and then make a new one but yeah jonathan thanks for the message brother i appreciate it um if you guys want to force me into making another episode leave me a bunch of messages and then i'll be forced to listen to them on an episode <laughs> I don't know. I love you guys so much. Um, yeah, that's about it. Stay tuned for my LA vlogs. I'm going to try to make daily ones. Hopefully Lauren doesn't get mad at me. 
We'll see. She's pretty cool. I like her, but she might get mad at me if I try to edit every day. I don't know. I'm talking and I need to stop. Okay. I love you guys so much. Um, thanks for this journey. I love you all. I hope I wish all of you joy and laughter and, and authenticity in your lives. Um, if you're a creator, I hope you feel motivated. Go create, make something beautiful. Don't worry about the numbers. Um, why does this feel like a funeral? <laughs> uh, I hope you had a laugh and a smile or a tear, whatever. I hope you felt and, uh, I love you guys. Adios. I'm not Spanish.